So what are you guys doing for Christmas? Oh, I got the entire family flying in. 13 airport pickups. Four days of listening to how gifted my nieces are. My brother thinks his daughter, the uh, four-year-old, is going to be the next Beyonce. Eh, eh. She's bad. And she sucks. I'm vacationing in tropical Albany this year with Trisha's family. They got us a cot, which is awesome, but we'll probably end up sleeping on the musty couch in the basement with the cats, all seven of them. Oh, and we get to be there the whole week. Kind of sounds like a prison sentence. Why do you guys put yourselves through that? It's Christmas, right? Don't you have to? We don't need to do it anymore. And, and, and we don't. We absolutely don't do it anymore. No, we're done. Why? What are you doing? We're going to Fiji. Yeah. Just the two of us. Fiji. Don't your families get upset? Not if you tell them you're doing charity work. You lie to your families at Christmas time. I mean, you really can't spell families without lies. Try it. But don't you ever feel guilty? For taking a vacation on our vacation? <laughs> no, not really. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And men woman, Mister, we could use a man like Hermit Hoover again. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his weight. Gee, our old lost sour and great. Those were the days. Hi, everybody. This is Ed Hoffman, and welcome to the main event. Welcome to uh, Christmas season. I open up with that uh, that uh, clip from the movie Four Christmases, and uh, you know, hey, we uh, we don't feel bad for taking a vacation on our vacation and not tolerating all those uh, those uh, family uh, family get-togethers that aren't always as as uh, as pleasant as we wish and uh that song was uh those were the days the theme song from all in the family as a tribute to norman lear who passed away on uh wednesday i think it was tuesday or wednesday uh 101 years old i'm not gonna say hey uh poor guy 101 years is a, is a great life and uh if you don't know norman lear is the guy that gave us all in the family which spun off into the jeffersons was spun off into archie bunker's place uh, the series Facts of Life and the series Sanford and Son. I'm sure there's a lots more. The movie Cold Turkey. There's there. This guy gave us lots of entertainment in the 70s that that we all remember and uh, maybe weren't maybe weren't conscious that it was Norman Lear, but that's who it was, and we lost him. And uh, there's a tribute to him. And uh, 101 years. Uh, take good care of him, God. And uh, Let's uh, let's get on with it. So um, I'm going to talk about everything that's going on in this country, as I do every week. And before I do, I'm going to introduce myself. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. If you're interested in, in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate, and the, re and the opportunities are gaining as the interest rates are falling. And I always tell my clients, when interest rates go up, they go up really fast. When interest rates fall down, they drift down slow. So when the bond market goes crazy and uh, 
and it's in it and the bond prices are going up makes the interest rates come down we'll see them drift down slow over the next few days the next couple of weeks to make sure that it's it's stable when the bond market falls the prices of bonds fall down that makes the interest rates go up everything happens in an hour everything happens right away so as the bond market is has been uh is climbing the Bond prices are climbing. Interest rates have been coming down. I would say interest rates have probably dropped a whole percentage point in the last in the last uh, month to month and a half. And so opportunities opportunities are are out there. Uh, and so if you need if you if you're interested in whether you want to purchase a property that you'd like to own, refinance a piece of property you own, uh, get a reverse mortgage if you're over 62 and trying to close the gap between. Uh, how much money you have left in your life and how many years you have left in your life. And whether any of that stuff happens in California or another state, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, dear night, toll free, area code 855-640-2020. If you want to talk real estate, you want to talk uh, some advice on your real estate financing, but you don't want to talk on the phone because it's so personal, um, let's stick our toe in the water. Go to edhoffman.net. Click on the United American Mortgage logo. You can put in as much information as you want me to have in there. Tell me how much information you want back. You'll hear back from myself or one of my talented teammates will help you find the missing pieces to a real estate financing puzzle. Um, if there's any part of the show that you missed or that you uh, missed the whole show, uh, you can get the podcast on edhoffman.net. Go to the podcast page. You can hear the show as well as several past shows. You can also get the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, Apple Podcast. Uh, that little podcast the uh, logo on your on your iPhone um, or your iPod or your iPad or your mini pad your maxi pad or wherever you do your computer um, and you can subscribe for free and have it download once a week automatically so uh, you can listen to it on demand whenever it's convenient for you um, if you have comments on the show send me an email to ed at edhoffman.net and uh, we'll get you a, a response if it needs a response or I'll I'll make adjustments on the radio or maybe I'll just take it in I'll take it on uh on a, what do they call it in court I'll take that on I forget what they call it been a long time since I've been to court when they say hey we're going to we're going to we're going to take your your documents and your testimony and we're going to get back to you later so uh anyway so let's talk about what's going on in this country until Thursday night of this week, we thought Hunter Biden was going to testify before the House Oversight Committee next week, either in a closed-door deposition or an open hearing. That seemed pretty suspect. Hunter's legal team wanted an open committee hearing so they could uh, make sure a bunch of Democrats got to treat Hunter with kid gloves and make a bunch of sound bites, uh, where they say things like, this investigation is a sham, and Republicans are wasting the American people's time with this phony investigation, like they always do. And, uh, and of course, you know, you'll have, you'll have Republicans have their five minutes and say, uh, well, Hunter, you did this and did this and did this and bring up, bring up facts and ask him to answer to it. And then the Democrats come on and say, well, uh, Hunter Biden, uh, we apologize. We thank you for coming in and we apologize that you have to take the abuse from the Nazi Republicans like they do. And, uh, and it just brings sound bites. So CNN has something to put on the radio on the on tv but now this testimony might not even happen why not because while we're all enjoying our thursday evening hunter biden was being indicted on federal tax charges and and make and make and just take a notice 
he's getting he's getting indicted on tax charges which are his. He got indicted he got indicted on gun charges which are his. What they haven't done is anything with the foreign with the foreign agent charges which will roll up to Biden uh to Joe Biden. And uh so they're being careful. Hey, we want to show that we're going after him, but we want to be extra careful not to let something roll up to President Sprig of Broccoli, Joe Biden. And of course, as I posted on Facebook uh, last night, and uh, that nobody seems to think realize that, hey, this stuff rolls up to Joe Biden when he was vice president. But we know that Barack Obama knew this stuff was was happening because because there's uh, there's testimony that they knew they knew it was I don't know testimony. There's evidence that the people in the in the White House knew what was going on and all question is this a good idea? Is this a good idea to let Joe get right? Let Joe do this stuff in Ukraine? And uh, I'm just wondering how long it's going to take till they start saying, hey, what did you know, Barack Hussein Obama? So anyway, I digress. Um, Special counsel David Weiss filed a second indictment against Hunter on Thursday, continuing the fallout from his collapsed plea deal this summer. Theoretically, this means the first son could go to trial twice this year, uh, twice next year, while his father runs for re-election. But will he? Will he go? Will he be uh, tried in court? Will he be? Uh, will he do anything? Will uh, Will his father even run for re-election? Who knows? The 56-page indictment includes nine counts that include failing to file and pay taxes, tax evasion, and filing false tax returns. Three are felonies and another six are misdemeanors. The indictment accuses Hunter Biden of failing to pay $1.4 million in federal taxes over four years. Um, I think I think at this point that um, there's lots of people that are that are seeing all the evidence and they're asking, hey, when is something to come gonna come of this? We've seen the, the the oversight committee bring out all this evidence and we see all this testimony from uh, whistleblowers and, and his business partners and still Biden is is denying it and we don't see anything happening. We see them. We see the 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 uh, charges being charged against Donald Trump, but why isn't something going with Biden? And I think the I think David Weiss felt the pressure. So let's out, outline some of the things that uh, that these charges say. Um, Biden allegedly spent eight hundred seventy-two thousand one hundred seventy-two dollars on various women and adult entertainment, and wrote it off his taxes. From 2016 to 2019, Biden spent 683212 paying what the indictment described as um, various women, including people he had romantic or sexual relationships with, and 188960 on adult entertainment, including a sex club membership, exotic dancers, and strip clubs. The rest of the money just blew. Hey, I... What'd you do with the two million? I, I, I spent a, spent a million and a half dollars on uh, on uh, hookers and booze, and the rest of it I just blew. All right. Between 2016 and October 15, 2020, the defendant spent his money on drugs, escorts, girlfriends, luxury hotels and rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items of personal nature. In short, everything but his taxes. The indictment read. The total $872,172 was just a portion of the millions Biden allegedly spent 
in those years before ultimately receiving financial support between January 2020 and October 2020, just before the election. And that still did not go to the IRS. Paid some of his bills or whatever it did, but he still didn't pay the taxes. Here's a, uh, here's a report from Fox's David Spunt. It says the defendant engaged in a four-year scheme to not pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes he owed for the tax years 2016 through 2019. That's from January 2017 into about August, October 15th, 2020. They say that he evaded the assessment of taxes uh, for the tax year 2018 when he filed false returns in or about February 2020. It says that Hunter Biden spent, quote, and I'm reading from this indictment, millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle rather than paying his tax bills. Now, this comes from a grand jury in the Central District of California. That's where Hunter Biden has lived the past several years. Uh, it says, Jesse, that Hunter Biden willfully made and subscribed and filed and caused to be filed a false 2018 tax form 1040. Uh, that form 1040 reported uh, a total income of over $2 million. Bottom line, though, these are all tax crimes. We don't see anything about registering as a foreign agent. There was some speculation uh, that special counsel David Weiss would have gone after Hunter Biden for not registering as a foreign agent for some of his overseas business deals. Uh, but this is strictly related to his taxes, and that's because he lives in California and has lived there the past few years. Yeah, hard to keep track of uh, exactly where uh, Hunter Biden lives between uh, what he puts on his tax re- tax returns, credit credit applications, and his and in his uh, in his memoir, you can't ever tell when he's sober, when he's uh, addicted to drugs, and uh, when he got clean. Of course, when when did he get clean? It uh, looks awful sweaty in some of the the uh, news footage that we see on the Fourth of July this year, and of course. Who really owned that cocaine they found in the White House? I don't know. I think somebody knows, but I would suspect it was the first son. So, uh, you know, he's just this this guy is a serial liar. And of course, you know what? I think about this. I think about this. I did my taxes last year and I had to write a gigantic check. Um, This is for 21. And my tax guy and I go, wow. Are there any options? And he goes, "Yeah, say that. Uh, say that you are that your uh, your place in Mammoth that you sold was your primary residence." And I go, "Well, it wasn't." And we've got a reverse mortgage on our on our house in in uh, Moreno Valley, and I have to sign a paper every year saying that that's still our primary residence and we still live there. I just don't think I'm gonna get away with something like that and I'll just I'll just pay the taxes and uh so I did and that's how I do things every year I go back and I say hey you know what what's my what are my options to pay to paying these taxes and I just uh, I'm just not gonna lie I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna do this Hunter Biden doesn't ever think about that Joe Biden doesn't ever think about that hey what gets me the what keeps me from paying money to the government uh I'll just lie and say this. I'll just lie and say that. Oh yeah, hey, you know, look at all this money I spent on hookers and hookers and uh, and and sex toys. Oh well, I'll just write that off. We'll call it a 
We'll call it a stationary. Yeah, that's a ticket. Office supplies. And they think they're above the law. And remember how the Democrats say, you know, Trump's not above the law. Everybody, nobody's above the law. But now we have now we have the president and his son. They forgot to say, hey, nobody's above the law except for the Biden family and the Clinton family. And the uh and maybe the uh Pelosi family, which goes down into the Newsom family. So uh so as you know, Hunter continues to face gun charges in Delaware, also brought against him by special counsel David Weiss. We knew the charges were were coming after the plea deal fell apart, but why now? Is it because Hunter is supposed to testify next week? Could that be? So uh now they're saying that because there's a pen, pending investigation that Hunter will just claim the will just uh, declare the his fifth uh, Fifth Amendment uh, privileges and not and not answer any questions. So you know maybe this was a maybe this was not really to to uh, to prosecute Hunter Biden. Maybe it was just to get him off the hook um, because now his attorneys suddenly have a viable reason to get him out of it. So it makes sense that they would want to get him out of it because there's more new evidence that shows he and Pop, who happens to be the president now, we're in, we're in deep with the influence peddling scheme. So let's talk about that because that's what Hunter would have to answer for next week if he were to testify. In a video announcement posted to the House Oversight Committee website Monday, Chairman James Comer said, the committee has more bank records that show the president lied when he said there was a wall of separation between his government duties and his family's business ventures involving and benefiting foreign interests. I'm not sure how you do that. When all his family business ventures all depend on his government position, otherwise they have no business ventures to have. The new evidence is a trail of bank records showing that Hunter Biden's law firm, Owasco PC, made three direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. Oh, but that's a loan repayment between father and son. Joe lent his money, it lent his son money to buy a truck, a Ford Raptor, just another totally normal family loan, except the Bidens seem to have a lot more of these than other families. And the money always comes from foreign sources. So from CNN, CNN says, a source familiar with the payment told CNN that Hunter Biden's credit was low at the time while he was struggling with addiction. So he's always struggling with addiction anytime he breaks a, breaks a law. Um, so that's his out. So he couldn't finance the car and his father signed for the car, which was Joe, in Joe Biden's name. Ah, poor Hunter. More attacks from Republicans against the president's poor crack addicted son. Except the bank records point, poke a few holes in this story. First, there are only three payments of thirteen eighty each. Even CNN admits this in their reporting. Well, I'm a math guy, so I did a quick calculation and took thirteen hundred eighty dollars a month for three months and came up with forty one hundred and forty dollars. I don't know about you, but it's been a long time since I've seen a brand new truck for four thousand bucks, and uh, even now a two thousand eighteen Ford Raptor used. Cost at least $39,000. In fact, Kelly Blue Book says the typical listing price is $42,438 for a Raptor that's five years old. Think about that, folks. So there goes the idea that the $4,100 was repaying his dad for the loan. Second, as James Comer said in the video, the money paid to Joe did not come from Hunter's personal checking account. It came from a Wasco PC business account, one of the many accounts that collected Hunter's money from China. Now, 
Hunter Biden's legal team and the White House's media allies claim Hunter's corporate entities never made payments directly to Joe Biden. We can officially add this latest talking point to the list of lies. Today, the House Oversight Committee is releasing subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, Owasco PC, made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. This wasn't a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account, but an account for his corporation that received payments from China and other shady corners of the world. At this moment, Hunter Biden is under an investigation by the Department of Justice for using Owasco PC for tax evasion and other serious crimes. And based on whistleblower testimony, we know the Justice Department made a concerted effort to prevent investigators from asking questions about Joe Biden. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why, too. Uh, let's point out. Let me point something out about a corporate veil. The reason that you open up an LLC or a C Corp or an S Corp is because you want to do business not in your personal name. So if something ever comes of it, if something ever comes up where you get sued in your business for something intentional or unintentional um, or alleged or actual um, that they can't take your personal assets. So there's a reason for that. When he wrote, when he wrote checks from Owasco PC, his corporation to his dad to pay for personal, to pay his for personal stuff, he just pierced that corporate veil because of that. Anybody going against anybody that going against uh, Owasco PC for any damages can now can now go after Joe Biden because now he's he's ridden and and Hunter Biden personally because he's paying his personal bills out of his out of his uh, corporation. Of course, if he wrote so if if Owasco PC is a real business, if any of his businesses are a real business, and it had income coming in from people you actually did stuff for and then it had expenses so hey the you know these china guys are put in five million dollars into his account and he did all this litigation and did all these briefs and helped them set up little businesses in in america it was actually legit and you had court costs and and payroll and all this stuff for everything they did and then there was a profit and that profit passed over to Hunter Biden in the form of a, a K-1 or a W-2 or a 1099, and then and then Hunter legitimately files it on his taxes, and he took that money into his personal account and then paid dad out of that, that's how, that's how it's supposed to be done. That's a legitimate, but Owasco PC and all these other corporations, they don't do anything. They're not real businesses. They're just corporations to keep you from seeing how they're laundering money from foreign sources. More coordinated denial between the White House and Team Hunter. White House spokesman Ian Sam said in a statement to CNN, James Comer continues to lie and mislead the public with false claims as he desperately tries to keep his failing impeachment stunt alive. The public reporting today has made pretty clear that buying a Ford pickup truck is not an impeachable offense. Yeah, but paying, uh, since considering that, that Owasco PC, all the money coming into it came from the Chinese government, and then he took that and wrote a check to his dad, that's a problem. That's a problem. Hunter Biden's attorney, Abby Lowell's statement, 
There, Chairman Comer goes again, reheating what is old as new to try and revive his sham out of investigation. The truth is, Hunter's father helped him when he was struggling financially due to his addiction and could not secure credit to finance a truck. Well, if he's really struggling with addiction, he shouldn't be driving a truck. When Hunter was able to, he paid his father back and took over the payments himself. But he only paid him three payments, and he paid it from a corporate account. And that's a problem. That's the whole problem here. And it pierces, hey, the Chinese money comes in, it goes into the corporation, and then it pays Joe Biden for Hunter's personal bills. That pierces the corporate veil, and that shows that that Hunter, that uh, Joe Biden is getting benefit from money coming from another country. Hey, I got lots more to say about this, but I'm running out of time for part one of the main event. So stay tuned for five minutes, traffic, weather, sports, and commercials, and I'll be back. We'll pick up right where we left off. Well, we're moving on. Welcome back to part two of the main event. My name is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. I don't talk a lot about real estate and financing, uh, but that's what I do all week when I'm not doing the radio. So uh, if you want to, uh, if you need some advice on any any uh, refinancing, financing a purchase, financing a uh, whatever you need to finance, if it's real estate, I do it. If it's in California, I do it. If it's in another state, I do that as well. Uh, call me toll free at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage link. I open up part two with that uh, with the theme song from the Jeffersons, another uh, Norman Lear uh, uh, comedy that that we all enjoyed in the 70s. And, uh, you know, George, George and Wheezy, George and Wheezy Jefferson, that move on up, got his little cleaning business, and, uh, you know, I wonder if he paid his taxes on that. I bet he did. <clears throat> I bet he did because uh, that's just how people that aren't Bidens, Clintons, or Pelosi's, uh, that's what they do. So uh, you earn money, you, you pay taxes on it. So uh, so before, before we uh, had to split for the break, um, we were talking about how uh, uh, Hunter Biden – used his corporate corporate money to pay his dad back for payments on a Ford Raptor. And, of course, he made three payments, and apparently he's all in the clear. Um, but those three payments came from the corporate, the corporation that's fueled by Chinese government. Chinese government makes the deposits. And I'll tell you as a loan officer, you know what? We see money in your bank account, and you say, hey, this is the money I'm using for this, but we trail it back. Where'd that money come from? So, if you made a if you made a deposit um, shorter than sixty days ago, we want to say, okay, this money hasn't been in there seasoned. Where did it come from? There's this big three hundred thousand dollar deposit. Oh, that came from this. That came from that. <clears throat> we want to make sure that it's not coming from a, a source that is unacceptable. That you're not uh, that you're not taking out loans and not disclosing it. Or you're not, uh, or you know, is it gift funds, or is it, uh, you know, is it the seller putting money in your bank account so you can buy his house with nothing down? So there's all kinds of reasons that we ask these questions, um, and that's what we're required to do um, by law. So we'll talk more about that. So uh, so now we're supposed to believe that 
Joe only had to make car payments for Hunter Biden for three months, and that's and that's what he did. Hey, he was messed up, couldn't finance it, and for three months, three months Joe made him, and and uh, that was Hunter paying him back. I don't really care if it was or not. Came from the corporate account. That's a no-no. Hunter Biden, who who we've been told repeatedly is the saddest sack in Washington, D.C., kicked out of the Navy for his crack addiction, sleeping with his dad's brother's wife and her sister, lying on firearms applications and evading taxes, suddenly had his life together after three months of pop making his car payments for him in 2018. But what about that bag of cocaine in the White House? Oh, I, I digress again. Well, here's more evidence that to ref, evidence to refute that idea. It's 2019 email that shows Joe agreed to cover more than $800,000 of Hunter's bills, including legal fees tied to the winding down of his overseas business ventures. It appears Joe did this as an attempt to clean up Hunter's activities ahead of his 2020 election. Well, I don't know if I really want to run, but hey, you know what? Before, before we get to election day, I better make sure this stuff's cleaned up because it just might come out. If the if the media can't won't cover for us, this email shows more evidence that Joe Biden's repeated claim, "I've never spoken to my son about his business," is a flat out lie. The email was written by Hunter Biden's then personal assistant, Katie Dodge, and sent to accountant Linda Shapiro, founder of the Global D's bookkeeping firm in Virginia. In the CC is Richard Ruffner. Uh, who was Joe Biden's personal assistant from the time he was vice president all the way through his 2020 campaign. And Robert Biden, which is actually Hunter Biden. She addresses the addresses the group as VP team. And of course, the this uh, this email was sent January 17th, 2019. So the beginning of the, you know, you think if you're going to run for president in 2020, you start getting your getting your act together in uh, the year before because you have to announce it sometime in sometime in early to mid the year before so he he announces uh his candidacy and you got to make sure everything's cleaned up before they start putting the microscope on your uh, financials and uh and the and the subject line it says Hunter's bills hello vp team i spoke with hunter today regarding his bills it is my understanding that hunt's dad will cover these bills in the, in the short term, as Hunter Biden transitions his career, oh wait a minute, you better you better figure out that Burisma thing's not going to play well if I'm the president. If I if I'm running for president, you better stop that. You better start figuring out how to make a living yourself. Um, I have a list of the current bills of which I am aware. I have attached a list below. I'm sure we will need to go over all these all this to make a smooth transition. Many I can log into and change bank accounts, or I can give you the logins. At any rate, I wanted to get the ball rolling. Please let me know a convenient time for this call. Yeah, so uh, you know what I told uh, I told my kids, hey, mom and I are going to spend all our money before we die, so you better figure out how to get rich. You better figure out how to get rich yourself because we're going to die broke. And of course, when you're in the Biden family, hey, you know what? You can't be doing this. Uh, you can't be doing this phony baloney stuff and extorting money out of the United States through the Ukraine uh, uh, energy company. So you better figure out how to transition and I'll just pay off all your bills in the meanwhile. Different parenting styles, I guess. Different parenting styles. And I guess uh, that's why people think about Joe Biden, how they think about him. And 
and people think about me. Well, I don't know how exactly how everybody thinks about me, but uh, I think I am not thought of like Joe Biden, certainly. Uh, but in the end, the bottom line is not whether Joe bought Hunter a truck or paid his bills. The bottom line is that Joe Biden got money from the entities controlled by the Chinese government, which makes the president a national security risk many times over. Here's someone you may recognize, Ben Shapiro, reacting to all this debunking from Team Biden. Um, so what? That doesn't actually debunk the charge. The charge that Comer is making is that money that was gotten, ill-gotten gains from foreign sources were used to reimburse Joe Biden. It doesn't matter the size of the payments. That's not what matters. The matter is that this is now a documented instance of money passing from Chinese-linked firms to Hunter Biden and then to Joe Biden. It doesn't have to be that Joe Biden received this as like an on-top form of enrichment just because he gave a loan to his son and then his son paid back the loan using money from ill-gotten gains doesn't mean that Joe Biden has not benefited from ill-gotten gains. If I give you a loan and you go out and you rob a bank and then you pay me back that loan, I've still benefited. I gave you the loan. You owe me money. And so if you give me the money, I have benefited, obviously. I don't even understand what they're trying to debunk here. The thing that they're trying to debunk is pretty obviously true, meaning that Joe Biden did receive money from Hunter Biden's accounts and those accounts were in fact getting money from foreign sources. The size of the, of the payment doesn't really matter. Joe Biden has suggested he never received money from any of these relationships. First, he suggested that Hunter had never done anything wrong. That turned out to be obviously untrue. Then he suggested that he had no knowledge of Hunter ever having done anything wrong. And that obviously was untrue. Then he suggested that he was not involved in any way in his son's business. That obviously was untrue. Then it was that he wasn't in business with his son. That's not clear. And then it was that he received no money from his son, from ill-gotten gains. And that obviously is not true. Exactly. Exactly. You got to you got to listen fast when you listen to uh, Ben Shapiro cuz he he talks faster. I I once asked him once asked him how do you how does your brain keep up with your mouth? You talk you talk so fast and you still make sense. I just have to I just have to listen it and and slow it down so I can think think uh, slower to keep up with uh, Ben Shapiro, clearly a brilliant young man. Uh, so here's another thing to remember. In August 2017, Hunter Biden received a $5 million wire transfer from the Chinese company to an account for another one of his businesses, Hudson West 3. Again, another one of his businesses that does no business, um, that just takes in money from foreign governments. House Republicans say he then moved some of that money to OWASCO, which uh, there again... Chinese money coming in from uh, from uh, uh, into Hudson West. Hudson West transfers into Owasco. They so then they can say, "Hey, the money into Owasco was from one of our other businesses, Hudson West." But where did Hudson West get it? Oh, from the Chinese government. Oh, I get it. I get it. So that that makes it legit. No, it doesn't. It's still. Still the money. The, the, the Bidens seem to think that you can do this and there's no way to track it down. And I always wondered why why it was taking so long. How come they couldn't trace this stuff? Because I trace this stuff all the time. I have I have borrowers with multiple, multiple, multiple bank accounts and they're moving money from account to account. And I say, okay, here, you move this money into escrow from for a hundred thousand. But the day before you transferred from this bank account, and I don't have that bank statement. Okay, then they give me that bank statement. I say, okay, no problem. This one's this one's good, but I see a transfer in from this other business account. I need to see that now. Okay, then we got to have this and got to have that. You trail the money. And this isn't just 
the Bidens. This is how loans are done. So if you're doing any banking business, these are the things that we 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 catch we we catch when we're looking at this stuff, and hence the banks. If there's suspicious activity, we're supposed to file a suspicious activity report or a SAR. Um, and that's how the business gets done. Comer believes the transfer was so Hunter could funnel out payments to Uncle Jim Biden and his wife Sarah because that's how the entire Biden family makes their living, selling access to the Biden brand. If you remember the uh, testimony from Devin Archer, uh, Hunter's former best buddy and business partner, who, who said, hey, the Biden brand is what we're selling. We are not selling anything else but the Biden brand, which means, hey, uh, hey, if if you pay us money, Biden's going to move some things around in the government to, in, to influence people to do things that are going to be good for you financially. A money laundering expert from Hunter Biden, Hunter's bank, uh, who Comer refers to in the next clip as the loan officer, flagged the $5 million wire from China as suspicious, noting that Hunter received it without any services rendered to the sender, Chinese executive Raymond Zhao. Remember, he's the one that Hunter threatened in a text message by saying, if Zhao didn't meet his seven-figure payment demands, quote, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, a.k.a. Joe Biden, and every person he knows, you will regret not following my direction. More evidence that Joe was very much involved in all of Hunter's work for Chinese government interests. Nobody really wants, cares about Hunter. But all this stuff rolls up to Joe, and we want to, we want to, we want to nail that dude. Here's more from Comer this week. This time, this is on Hannity. If you made a loan to someone, you would have a check going out to that person in addition to the check coming back for the so-called loan repayment. When uh, the bank questioned Hunter Biden about what was the reason for the five million dollar wire from China, he apparently told the loan officer it was a it was a loan. So the loan officer said, "Well, we're going to need documentation to prove to the bank examiners it was a loan. Do you have loan documentation?" He said, "No." So we're supposed to believe that China gave Hunter Biden a loan for $5 million? If you look at the last four payments that we found with ties directly to Joe Biden, uh, they amount to a, a, a half a million dollars. And in every instance, they've said this was a loan repayment. And, and that's just hard to believe, Sean, unless you've got documentation to prove that it was a loan, which obviously, according to the emails from the banks, they do not. But whether it was a loan or not, it's not important, John. What matters is the way the money was paid to Joe Biden was directly through influence peddling. And now this is the second payment or series of payments to Joe Biden that came directly from China. There's no disputing that. Even the White House isn't disputing the money to repay Joe Biden, if in fact it was a loan, came from China. Okay, so as a loan officer myself, the loan officer sees the $5 million deposit says hey where'd this come from and what was it for and oh it was a loan okay you i need to see the loan documents because it's not on your credit report he can't produce that so what happens what happens in the real world when that happens number one if he's trying to use that five million dollars as a down payment for something or if he's trying to use it as as a uh, as evidence that he's got more assets we take it out we have to ignore it and we have to file a suspicious activity report because we see this in his bank records. And the bank, of course, should have done the same thing when he deposited it. So let's parallel this all to Donald Trump. Donald Trump is in, in court in New York um, over 
putting down values on his loan application for properties that they say were were over were over uh, exaggerated. Oh, hey, I have this property and this property and property. The bank has to do the same thing. If you put out a loan application and Trump said, "Hey, Mar-a-Lago is worth 120 billion dollars," and and the bank goes, eh, "I don't know if that's a little over. Maybe it's only worth." 10 billion whatever the case may be unless that's unless that's the property that you're lending on if it's property you're lending on you're going to do an appraisal and you're going to get that exact thing right so whatever the whatever you think your house is worth is not really what it's worth it's what you think it's worth the appraiser comes up with the actual value and that goes in on your final final application when it gets underwritten if it's not the actual property it either matters or it doesn't matter and nobody gets hurt by that if it if it shows the bank has to make make uh, make determinations based on is this guy financially stable? Well, is this is this loan going to be stable? Because we have stockholders, stockholders, and uh, and uh, and you know other people that are involved, and we have to make sure that we're protecting the bank. So apparently that's a problem for Trump, but it's not a problem if you're a Biden. In Monday's press release briefing, uh, Real Clear Politics reporter uh, Phil Wegman made all these findings the subject of his question. So, Kareem Jean Pierre just ended the briefing. The White House has said repeatedly that the president and his son were never in business together. They've said that repeatedly also in this room. Um, according to bank records obtained by the House Oversight Committee, though, uh, one of Hunter Biden's businesses, Osawa PC, set up direct payments to the president. Uh, did the president accept payment? And why would there be such an arrangement if they were never in business together or if there was a wall of separation, as the president has previously said? So I have to be uh, clear with you. I, I have not seen that report, so I would have to refer you to my colleagues over at the White House Counsel's Office on that particular question. All right, everyone. Thanks See you some of you in Boston or on Wednesday. Thanks, everybody. All right, I don't want to answer these questions, so I'll uh, refer you to the White House Counsel. Hey, so uh, let's get off this subject and get on to uh, Ukraine funding versus border funding. On Tuesday, the U.S. border experienced its largest migrant encounter in history. 12,000 people in a single day. Maybe you saw the image of the migrant uh, smuggler shrugging his shoulders and saluting after helping a group of migrants through a border fence opening. In Joe Biden's America, smugglers just shrug their shoulders and salute our president. That's how it works today. So it was fitting that the same day Speaker Mike Johnson made a statement ex uh, explaining that, wife, that uh, House Republicans will only support any further aid to Ukraine if Democrats agree to action, not just funding, but action to stop the migrant crisis once and for all. He also made it clear that Ukraine funding must be fully accounted for. Imagine that. We're just not going to give them a, a blank check and say, hey, have fun. Go buy another yacht. The statement uh, was part of a letter that Johnson wrote in the Office of Management and Budget. First, I explained that the supplemental Ukraine funding is dependent upon enactment of transformative change to our nation's border security laws. Second, I explained that Congress and the American people must be provided with answers to our repeated questions concerning the administration's strategy to prevail in Ukraine, clearly defined and obtainable objectives, transparency and accountability for the U.S. taxpayer dollars invested there, and what specific resources are required to achieve victory in a sustainable peace. That would seem reasonable before you lay out $61 billion of our money. Meanwhile, in the Senate, 
Chuck Schumer made a last-ditch effort to bring Biden's $110 billion aid, aid package with the supplemental, which a couple of weeks ago was $105 billion, but now apparently it went up to, to $110 billion. Uh, Schumer's complaining that Mike Johnson called him to say the House would not pass any funding for Ukraine unless it was paired with immigration reforms that they passed back in September, the Secure Border Act, also known as H.R. 2. The Speaker Johnson, and this is uh, Schumer saying, Speaker Johnson called me up and and said he could only do Ukraine as long as H.R. 2 was attached to it. Schumer said, I told him that's a non-starter. Then he made one of his predictable boogeyman speeches on the Senate floor. Our Republican friends are saying they'll defend democracy only at a price unacceptable to Democrats. And the price is forcing Congress to accept radical immigration policies that come straight from Donald Trump. Oh, no. Not immigration policies that come straight from Donald Trump. Does he not realize that this is what most voters want at this point? 12,000 migrants entered in one day and he thinks Americans don't want to go back to Donald Trump immigration policies? Even Susan Collins, you know, the 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 biggest Democrat of all our Republicans, uh, said she wouldn't vote for more Ukraine funding unless there's a border security piece. Yeah, well, <sighs> Republicans don't come out and say this, but Biden, but Biden and the Democrats say they will only support Israel if we attach four times the amount of aid to Ukraine. But Schumer says and and that's and and we say no way and they say well hey uh we're not going to we're not going to approve the ukraine unless we guys we have a plan to actually close the border imagine that uh so before before the senate would vote on Schumer's bill wednesday they held a classified briefing tuesday where zelensky was supposed to do a video presentation on why he needs another 61 billion dollars then zelensky mysteriously canceled his appearance due to what Schumer called last-minute hiccup. Apparently, the Wi-Fi on his yacht uh, was having having some hiccups. But Schumer had his other presenter, Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman C.Q. Brown Jr., who was still going to talk about Ukraine. Then Mitch McConnell, who's having a pretty good week this week, surprised everyone by saying he wanted James Lankford of Oklahoma to present his proposal for a Senate bill on the border like H.R. 2, which Lankford did. Reportedly, this caused tempers flaring from the Hill. Any hopes of getting a bill passed this week were dashed when tempers boiled over at a classified briefing on the war in Ukraine, and senators got into a shouting match over border security. Schumer told CNN his meeting was immediately hijacked by Leader McConnell and claimed one Republican was screaming at General Brown asking if he'd been to the border. Reportedly, that Republican was Kevin Kramer of North Dakota. Several Republicans stormed out. One of them was Mitt Romney, the other Democrat Republican, who turned to the cameras on his way out and said this. There's no reason to sit and listen to people talking about how important it is to help Israel and Ukraine. We know that. I agree with that fully. The president put funding for border security in the supplemental. He brought the topic to the table. So let's shut off this open border. Exactly. So this is some a little bit of common sense from a guy who's not regularly showing us that he's a Republican with common sense. Schumer's measure failed to pass Wednesday, 49 to 51, falling short of the the Senate 60-vote threshold. Earlier in the day, Joe Biden had the gall to claim it's Republicans who don't care about national security. 
Extreme Republicans are playing chicken with our national security, holding Ukraine's funding hostage to their extreme partisan border policies. This has to be a negotiation. Republicans think they get everything they want without any bipartisan compromise. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. And now they're willing to literally kneecap Ukraine on the battlefield and damage our national security in the process. The Republicans think they they can get everything they want without a negotiation, without giving up any, anything to the Democrats. I think that's the pot calling the kettle black. I think the, the Democrats think they can get all that. Let's, do we remember the, the negotiations over, the, over the, uh, the debt ceiling and the budget? And we'll see what happens in, uh, in early January when that first deadline hits uh, for, the, for the budget. And all evidence is they're not even working on it yet, from what I can see. And, and here's, here's my next observation. So in Biden and the Democrats' eyes, Giving money to Ukraine is more important to our our national security, to the national security of the United States, than it is closing our southern borders so terrorists can't just walk across. Think about that. What's more important to our national security? What's more important to the security of your house? Locking your doors, or uh, or 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 sending in more taxes? So Biden can spend them on Ukraine. Let's see. I don't want anyone to come in while I'm on vacation. So I, should I lock my doors or uh, send a check to the uh, Democrat National Party? Uh, I'm thinking locking the doors seems to make more sense to me. I'm going to go with that. And uh, and that costs a lot less than $264 billion that we've already given and $61 more billion while the rest of the country's Altogether, 50 other countries only gave $36 billion. So anyway, think about that, folks, while you're out there Christmas shopping and, uh, and doing whatever you do before, the, uh, before the, your Christmas festivities. My name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening to the main event, and I'll be back again with you next week.